0: To the 12:15 Club.
2: Back at it again for another edition of the 12:15 Club. It is Mario Ma on the mic, joined as always by Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Eric the Big German, and today we have our intern Ray uh, in the room with us. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Come on. Ray actually just got pied. So if you are a listener of the Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast, Ray and Dylan made a – Ray produces it. Uh, Ray and Dylan made a bet last week that uh, Alabama would win, right? Yeah, Ray took took Alabama. Yeah, so he had had to get a pie to your face.
3: Yeah, it was tough. Honestly, I thought Alabama looked really good, and then – Obviously, they didn't pull it out, so now I have I got a pie today, and I have a pie on Monday from Larry too. Do you want to
2: guess what the contents of the Monday pie are going to be? Let's let's talk about this a little bit. Like, why are you so in on like anything other than actual dessert condiments? I just think
4: it's I think it's just like another flavor, you know, like spice. You know, spice it up a little bit.
2: Dylan's been like pushing all week to pie uh, Ray with like chili and like Clorox. um he wanted he wanted to put hot sauce in one of them yeah nails yeah uh, well, what's wrong with you i don't
4: know i just you know i'm i'm fun Ray, would you find that
2: fun
3: <laughs> no it was it wasn't fun i was doing uh, some things after the show some of my responsibilities and dylan called me and he's like yo oh, do you care if there's chili in there? I was like, yeah, I, I do care. Like, I was it's also not-
4: like 10 feet away from you. I was just too lazy to walk over there. He's He's like, like, hey, what yeah, I'm eat? brand for you. It's like, oh, it's not going to be hot or anything. Okay, like, It's going to be fine. I, maybe I just like because I have a thing like I don't like sticky stuff. So like I would rather <laughs> why is that funny, Mario? <laughs> why? Anyways, um, I would rather like chi- who cares? if Chili is better than like fake pie filling, I think. <laughs> There's just no way that's true. Like, no way.
2: Maybe I'm weird then. Oh, yes. You are weird. That, not maybe. <laughs> that's 100% you're weird. There's a lot of other adjectives that could probably describe you as well, but we'll, we'll stick with weird. Yeah. Ray, what do you think of your time so far at the show? You've been here since, what, July. Uh, I think I've been here for like four months. Yeah, four months.
1: July, September, you know, same thing. <laughs> same, same stuff. January, March, who cares? <laughs> They're you've both been like
3: springtime. You've been here long enough. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, guys, so yeah, there you well,
1: go. Welcome aboard the ship.
3: Appreciate it, appreciate <laughs> it.
2: So what have you thought of your time here so far? Like working with Dan, I know you've taken on some of the things that McLovin left behind.
3: Uh, I, I First of all, I loved working here. You guys are awesome, but it's just like a really special place to work like there's not a lot of places where I can go home and be like hey I have a golf simulator I can use when I'm done with work I can play hoops um, it's pretty so it's pretty cool it's uh it started off Tyler like,
4: makes food for you
3: yeah Tyler tries to make food for us <laughs> yikes I was uh I was a little quiet at first but you guys obviously like as I got to know you it got a lot easier for me to be myself and you guys are pretty funny funny dudes so it was uh it's been a good time and I really enjoy it
2: I like how you strategically said, after I'm done with my work, I go play on the golf simulator. Yeah, I, I was going to call you out. Important veteran
4: Veteran move. Though. Mario would move. never do something like that. Never.
2: No. Never. I mean, I'm already done with my job. 12 o'clock, as soon as it's done. Yeah. Right? Well, I've is, no, is that an HB dude? What? Humble brag. Yeah. NBD. Ray, right. who's uh, your favorite Danette so far? There's only three now, so.
3: I would honestly point to Seton, I would say. Really? Yeah, because we had, me and Seton had a good conversation the other day, and it was, it was about soccer, which is actually, I don't think a lot of the Danettes like soccer, so it was interesting to see. I'm not like the biggest soccer guy, yeah, but I, w- I would say I'm like a more of a fan than your regular guy, and uh, me and Seton had a nice conversation about soccer. He seems like a nice guy to go out and get a beer with, so
2: I would go with Seton right now. Wow, over Paul and Todd.
3: Todd, honestly, Todd is Todd is up there. Paul's also up there. I mean, there's only three of them, so it's really it's like it's it's hard to pick between them. Um, Paul was my professor at Sacred Heart, so that was uh he's also he's also up there for that. So oh. and and you, Mario, also was one of my professors oh. at Sacred Heart. Um, didn't learn a lot in that class, but <laughs> um, yeah, it worked out, and you helped me along the way. So thank you for that,
0: Mark. Hey, why'd you just raise your hand? He was talking about his favorite Danettes. Why'd you have to raise your hand? Like, oh, it's about me. You're right. Dylan had HB. You're right about that one. Come on. He asked about his favorite Danette. He didn't ask about his former favorite uh, Sacred Heart professor.
2: He was bringing up former professors, and I thought I'd just throw my name in the ring. Throw my my hat in the ring. (laughs) F-O-H. There's a lot of uh, abbreviations here. Yeah.
4: Adele? I was going to say for Ray, I know we already t- obviously touched on the whole pie thing but how's uh <laughs> have you enjoyed doing like the podcast work and stuff as well I know that's sort of removed slightly from the show in your day to day but there's a decent amount that comes with that too I would
3: say honestly the podcast is my favorite part of working at the show just because I've always been like a big gambler in general not throwing like a lot of money 100 dollars or anything on degenerate. on games easy I like to look at the lines and I love doing research on that type of stuff. So that's kind of what I do for the show anyway. So I enjoy doing it. So it's really not work. Like I get to go and research lines that I wouldn't be able to do before. And that's like my hobby. So being able to do that here is, is awesome. And so that's probably like my favorite part of working here.
2: Like they say, if you uh, do what you love, you never work a day in your life.
3: That's right, Mario. Very good.
2: There you go, Ray. Yeah, you're, well, uh,
3: apparently my research has not really helped Dylan all that much, but this last, what, four months? Four months? I'm hot, I'm hot. Yeah, 35 units, I think it is, you're up in the
4: last four months, so. Mario's probably fading me, too, losing all his money.
2: No, I'm not. I do not even looked at your bets. Whatever. You, uh, we'll get into some of the stuff that happened this week. Ray, you can hang around and chime in if you'd like. Um, no Todd. So Todd went out uh, Tuesday, Eric? Wednesday?
1: So, Todd was here Wednesday, thanks for noticing, and Todd missed Thursday and Friday show.
2: Um, yeah, because he was supposed to cook the chili on Thursday. Right. There was a lot of disappointment in that room that he wasn't here. There was some fingers being pointed or blamed that Todd was just trying to get out of chili. Can you clarify that a little bit?
1: What I can tell you is that Todd uh, had made a bet and lost the bet and was supposed to cook chili. I do not think, under any circumstances, Todd is faking his son's positive COVID test results in order to get out of making chili. I think Todd is a good sport, but I don't really think Todd cares. So, I think he would have come, and if it went great, fine. If it went poorly, fine. And um, it's too bad that he's gone through this. Hopefully, he can test negative. Luckily, his son has relatively mild symptoms, and hopefully he can come back soon.
2: Is it better having Todd in studio or working from home uh, for content? Let's go from a content perspective. Eric.
1: Well, Todd is (laughs) – we've said this on this podcast before. Todd is good if he's good and he's good if he's bad. Yeah. And the only problem with Todd being at home from a content perspective – is that he had connection issues yesterday, like significant, missed over an hour of the show. Yeah. So he's not good in that way from a content
2: perspective. Yeah. Cox Cable Company was screwing up something.
1: Yeah. He was like, oh, there's a there's a um, a truck outside my house. And and uh, I'm like, okay. And he's like, oh, they're supposed to be done by eight, which is kind of <laughs> odd. Like, how would you know when they're going to be done? Like, I've lived you know my entire life. I've never known when the uh, utility company is going to be working outside in advance and when they're going to be mm-hmm. done. So... Um, kind of felt bad for Todd. I mean, I really don't think that was his fault, but, um, yeah, so that was kind of tough. And then, um, but it, he is overwhelming to pivot a little bit in all of his communication. He over communicates. He, you know, instead of sending one or two emails about a guest, will send six or eight emails. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Dan even was saying that, you know, instead of sending a few stories, he sent them like 25 news stories to like try to, to over, make up yeah, for it. Overcompensate. And it's like it's fine like it's fine bro just <laughs> just do your job normal and everything's going to be fine um you know cuz todd i mean todd obviously contributes a lot on air but his biggest contribution is booking the guests yeah right and so it, as much as the show will suffer especially with one less voice than they historically had um with todd not being available the biggest contribution is to get the guests booked and have the research done and all all those things that he does um so by trying to make up for it, by just sending, all, like, Dan 25 news stories to read, like, that just seems unreasonable.
2: Yeah, even stuff like, I mean, we've talked about this with the scoreboard. Um, he sent it, like, seven days in advance. Ray, you get it. Um, and he's like, then he'll send a retraction. No, 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 this one's for Friday, and I'm going to send you the one for Thursday in 10 minutes. It's like, dude, can you just send them the day that they're supposed to be used and move on from it? Right.
3: Yeah. I think that the first day or when he was announced that he was going to be out, he sent like the last the next four days of the sw- of the snowboard, And it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And then there was like, oh, wait, there's a correction on this one. There's a correction on this one. But, um, yeah, I kind of would feel, feel the same way as Todd. Just if I was out, I'd feel a little anxious about contributing and I would probably over contribute, too. But it's just funny that it's
2: that it's Todd.
1: Eric, what's funny is that when Mario was working from home last week, he didn't make any attempt. To try to cover his tracks.
2: Yeah, I did actually. I was <laughs> sitting outside in the parking lot, working from the parking lot. That's because you, have... you have
1: crappy internet at home.
2: Yeah, it's not comfortable. <laughs> I, I could have just been like, you know what? I'm just gonna stay home and not put my enough. feet up, and uh, I'll just d- do it then. Yeah,
1: you could do that and not get paid. No,
2: <laughs> I work, I work,
1: I did work last. I know, week. but you didn't. What I'm saying, I didn't say you didn't work last week. What I said was that you were trying to make. You didn't attempt to make up for it by doing things you don't normally do.
2: No, I didn't. Right, but we're criticizing Tom for doing that. I just did my job. I was supposed to.
1: I just stated a fact, and you got defensive. That's all. I did get defensive. He he Standard. actually
3: he covered for some of my responsibilities last week because for and from mine. him and Rob were both out, so I had to do some some of their jobs as well. And Mario helped me out and did some of my jobs as well. So as I will say, I will say, he was helpful to me. Maybe yeah. not you, Eric, per se, but he helped me out a lot yesterday thank you for coming
2: week. to my defense Ray of you course. see I did do stuff outside oh of Ray it's been great life. having you on
1: 12 right. <laughs> bye guys <Shut laughs> <out. Sorry. laughs>
2: one of my favorite guests this week was uh, Marcus Spears Marv he
0: stood out to you yeah he, he's gotten up there for me he's probably up there in like the Nick Wright Reggie Miller category now of best guest
2: Nick Wright's in your uh, best guest category
0: hell yeah
2: really I mean, I think he's good. Is, but I don't, what? I don't, I'm still team Bill Walton. I wouldn't say he's top five.
0: What? Please give me five better. Bill Walton.
2: I'll wait. Yeah, Bill Walton definitely. I like Dan Orlosky every time he comes on. He can play. Um, Marcus Spears. I don't know if he's top five.
4: Probably Mike Florio. Um,
3: I like the uh, Buble Buble. Right? Mike. Yeah, the boobs thought, is good. I thought that was a good interview,
4: Eric.
1: All right, so here's what we have to define what what is determining the best guest. Is it the most energy? This is it the subjective. most informa- information. Like F- Florio may not always bring the heat in terms of energy, but he has a lot of a- information. A lot of information. Oh, Andrew
4: Brandt's probably up there. Oh, too. Andrew
1: Brandt has zero energy, but he <laughs> brings a lot of <laughs> oh, good, good good stuff. And so it's like, so yeah, I mean, obviously, like Will Farrell is actually he's usually a great guest. Um, um, but he doesn't really have any information. He just has a lot of energy and is a fun guest to have. So
2: Ross Tucker, I think, brings both. I love Ross Tucker. He may be my uh, dude.
4: Albert Albert is pretty good too, from an informational standpoint, and like it's not like you know bursting at the seams. But well, I think that's what defines
2: a top five guest. If you're bringing
4: both information and energy, and regu- some regularity of appearing on
0: the show, you have to you have to be on the show pretty regularly. Did Nick Wright not give us great information on his tire changing skills?
4: That's true. I like Nick Wright. I think Nick Wright Wright. just trying to uh, show off his body on a. Yeah, it's a good
0: one. I mean, Rob the Intern hates him because he hates LeBron and Nick Wright hates LeBron. Nick Wright loves LeBron, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And I think both those groups of people are equally annoying.
4: (laughs) Yes, I would agree with that wholeheartedly, Mark. I'm trying to think of who other.
2: What are the guests would you consider top five? I mean, we have so
4: many guests. What about a guest that hasn't been? Who would you most want Dan to have on that hasn't been on, or at least?
0: Roger Goodell. I'm kidding, only because
2: (laughs) he'll never come on. Honestly, um, AB. I think that would be very interesting, because I know Dan would, like, AB would try to, like, skirt a couple questions, but Dan would hammer down and follow up. And I think I would be interested to see what A.B.'s reaction to Dan's follow-up. Yeah, he's uh, having
4: quite the uh, couple months here. Yeah, That what would about probably a, be a number one. What comment. about
2: O.J.? Dan's interviewed O.J., he said, and
4: he said it went very weird. Yeah. I can't imagine it not going weird.
1: Well, <laughs> Eric? It seems like O.J. wants to be the smartest guy in the room, right? And even I mean, though- he
4: did do one of the hardest things ever.
1: Kill somebody and get away with it. Yes,
4: rush for two thousand
3: yards. <laughs> That's <too. laughs>
4: but dealer's choice. <laughs>
1: but I, so he's just like he's kind of playing head games, you know. And and I think that could be frustrating if you're trying to have a genuine conversation, and he's kind of trying to skirt the question. Well, yeah, because
4: he's always he's basically waiting for someone to ask him about you know that stuff. So he's like probably always on trying to like dodge and weave whatever the yeah. next question is, even.
1: Before it even happened. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Eric, your guess would probably be
2: like John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> That's your number one guess. I think it'd be Bob
0: name. Vila.
4: Yeah, who's the CEO
0: <laughs> of Home Depot? <laughs> Arthur Blank, right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> Is that him? Yeah, and he owns the Oh the Falcons. Falcons.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Falcons. We could say, Oh man, speaking of what about eight three? Yeah. Oh, that that'd, that'd be a good know, interview. A yeah. That'd go not, well.
2: That that would be a little bit messed up, don't you think?
0: Wouldn't that be just great content? Yeah, but I wouldn't want to hurt his feelings.
1: Wait, who's the basketball player that had the crazy gym that... um, Chris Weber. 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 He always brings so much energy. He's
4: he's a top five.
1: Yeah, he doesn't come on that frequently, but when he's here, it's awesome. It's great.
0: I feel like
4: he's on like once a week for like three weeks, and then that's it.
0: Marv? Oh, you know what? Speak like from dance perspective, someone who tells great stories. So I think he'd be in Dan's top five because he just has great stories. And he was in the era where Magic, Bird, Barkley, Jordan, and he's got so many really good stories about all those guys. So you're probably right. But in my top five, like whenever, you know, Todd sends out his way too early guest list, (laughs) I'm like, Nick, right? A.K.A. Nick wrong. He's in. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good segment. And it's always at like 1125. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. So Yeah. All right. Good good end to the day. So maybe that's why Yeah, I don't know if I'm I
2: don't know if I'm uh ready to put Nick right in there just yet. Maybe with a couple more appearances. Um but I don't know him, if I'm ready to just yet. Him and Dan have pretty good chemistry though. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like, different than a lot of other... I think Levitar is good, but it always gets... what Levitar we, have him, we had him it's on like this week. It's, like, emotional. Street. It gets emotional. And, yeah. It always gets, like, Cause super...
0: Right, because they're friend friends, and they've been through stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they talk. Just like the other day, right? They talk off-air, right? So, yeah. it is... You know, you're right. And Nick Wright wants to be Dan's friend. Yeah. And Dan think, wants to know part. No, I mean, he
2: invited <laughs> Dan to the, the Nets game. The Nets game, it? yeah. And Dan like, yeah, I'm gonna pass. He was like, how about McLovin? <laughs> right. And he was
0: like no,
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I always thought – I don't know about you guys. I think Barkley is awesome whenever we have him on. Mm. He's probably been one of my favorite interviews since I've been here. And then I, I always like the David Ortiz interview. I think he's been on once since I've been here.
2: Once, and then we had, we've had we only had him on once before in Miami when we were live. Yeah. Barkley uh, – No, sorry. Go ahead,
0: Ray.
3: I was just going to say Barkley has some insane stories. So, And him and Dan have good chemistry too. So it's just like it always makes for good TV, good radio whenever he's on.
2: I mean, anybody that Dan's known for over 20 years, it turns out to be a conversation because they just reminisce on stuff from the past.
0: Um, but Mark? yeah, you're right, and I think Dan is like Forrest Gump, where there's like, there's been so many historical moments yeah. in sports where it's like, oh, I was right there, yeah, yeah. and you know, the, the the Malcolm Butler interception, he was like, yeah, I was sitting in the end zone, or stuff from 20 years ago, Jordan in the finals and all that stuff, so. All of his stories, especially with people, like you said, like he's known forever. But let me ask a question. Do you think we should interview more current players or do you think, you know, we're good with where we are? Because sometimes it's a, it's a hit or miss it is. because sometimes the mumble mouth, sometimes they could be awesome. Some Like Joey Votto it's, was great.
2: It's hit or miss. I mean, you get like a Daniel Jones.
0: Le'Veon Bell was terrible.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Eric? Yeah, I think you took the word you took the words right out of my mouth. I think, especially, it seems the NBA mm-hmm. they're coached really well to not say anything because I think they maybe I'm wrong, but they seem to do the most press conferences. Like because they're starting five, I think they all almost all of them are like on the podium every 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 day, and so um, they're really well coached, Just like New England Patriots players, right? Like, and that's why everyone was so surprised with Brady about his personality coming out after he left because it was like. They're coached so much there in New England to not say anything and just do your job and keep your head down and don't make any waves. Um, and they talk about that every time they're in the Super Bowl too. Like they're always like, yeah, we're not, you know, we're just trying not to be in the news for anything wrong, blah, blah, blah. So I think, um, it's so hit or miss. And, and like they may end up being a great personality too, right? But at, but you're not going to know that when they're a current player because it's in their best interest to, just be known for being a player and not a personality but it's interesting when players start to transition like um you know tony romo wasn't known as a wordsmith right and yeah. then he went mm-hmm. out or like um greg uh, greg olson right like he actually i worked with him a few probably four or five years ago and he was just starting to slow down he had an injury right he missed the season yeah and that season he came and worked on i worked on this um nfl sunday ticket show and um he came on and like did an hour but he was trying to find his legs you know and but he wasn't going to do that you know his first year out because i think number one the team doesn't want some you know rookie out there making big waves in the media and two like you know why don't you prove yourself first right so i think it's so hard to find the right people at the right time and then the other thing is like you know, if you get some, you know, linemen from Atlanta Falcons, that doesn't play nationally, right? So that would be a big get for the anybody from the Falcons would be a big get in an Atlanta radio station, but we're on 400 radio stations, right? So it's like you've got to have a big enough name, and then those people are typically very guarded. So it's, it's a really tough spot, I think, for the show to find current players that make sense, and then when they finally decide to do one, and then, like, you, to your point, and it doesn't go well. Then it's like, you know what, let's hold off on that for a while.
2: Yeah, let's not do any of those big names. I think one guy that we've had on uh, from the NBA that's usually very good, and we've had him on multiple times, is Dame Lillard. Every time we have Dame Lillard on, I like, I would not expect him to be like super sharing or you know forthcoming, and I feel like every single time, he just
0: makes for a good interview, they have a good conversation. Mark? Uh, also, uh, during the bubble, Chris Haynes was Chris huge. Haynes, yeah. He was great. Um, but I was going to ask Eric, someone like Damian Lillard, who's very like even kill and what's up when that when the first time you talked to him uh, via Zoom, like when you're checking him in, did you ever think, all right, this guy has no energy? He's not going to, you know, probably another bad NBA guest or something like that.
1: I don't remember in particular that instance, but there definitely are times where I'm like, oh, boy. You know, and I'll even say something to to Paul and be like, I don't know what's going on with this guy, um, but um yeah, I mean, I said definitely because Dylan, you've been in control with me. There is a couple times you are like, all right, but even Marcus Spears today when he joined, like, well, first of all, he was having a problem with his Bluetooth, so I could barely hear him.
4: Tooth.
1: but he was just like super quiet and like, okay, yep, cool, cool, and I was like, uh oh. You know, because like the last time he was on, it was so much energy, and I was like, oh. And then he turned it on for the camera, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then like Glazer this week, I thought he had a great appearance too, just kind of going through the rolodex. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and obviously there's, it ended kind of on that emotional level, which is which is great to sh- for him to share. But uh, I thought he had a great appearance. He had a ton of energy. But to Dan's and what Paul was saying too, like. I don't know if it's fake or not but he's just he had a ton of energy during the check in too like hey man how you doing how's my camera look I'm going to turn some lights off he's like running around trying to make the shot look good he got books to bring his camera up like so he just had like a ton of energy the whole time but then at the end obviously he was uh really choked up and and I don't think people saw it at home but you know he was actually you know shedding tears and yeah. um you know that was a that was a big moment for for him to share that, I thought.
2: Yeah, I got a lot of reaction on like social media too. Um, and I again to the point, I think just the fact that Dan has relationships with these guys um, that he's built up for twenty, thirty years is what is critical to making these interviews good. Um, and I think, I mean, like somebody like Marcus Spears, Dan may not know him, but I think he's so respected at ESPN, Dan. And uh, Marcus Spears obviously is working at ESPN, and he's always writing stuff on social media about you know how much he respects Dan and how much he um, looks up to him and whatnot. Ray, you had something?
3: It was just really a question for Eric. So obviously you meet with all the people who come into the show beforehand, right? So you're talking to them before they go and talk to Dan. Have you have you gotten to a close relationship with anyone through doing that? Like any guests that you have a close relationship with now because you talk with them, they come on so often that you – chat with before or something like that
1: the, none of the names are super big uh like albert breer and i always talk about like his kids or whatever's going on in his life um florio and i work together so every once in a while we'll say something uh, matt damon <laughs>
4: yeah. remember
1: the time matt damon and then ross too just because i know him from previous jobs and then all the times he's been in studio ross remember um,
2: like my john deere tractor that uh i know and it's i need to find somebody
1: <laughs> i was thinking earlier i was like well you know carson palmer may have a tractor i mean he's out in like idaho or something right so yeah. he might have some, you know, some or maybe um i know blake shelton's got he's a big tractor guy so maybe i can we book him on the show. Maybe yeah. I can talk to him about his tractor.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe you can get some I'm sure we can figure that out. For so you let's know. get it together. <laughs> I think that's all we got this week for the 1215 Club. Anybody else have anything? Anything to get off your chest before we go into a new week?
4: Going once? Dylan? i am um, just say, Raid. be ready for Monday. Wear some dirty clothes. All right. No. Sounds good you already stink
0: like dessert right
3: yeah
0: i'm finding yeah, him, like stuff
3: in my eyes and my ears yeah, and all that
2: stuff
0: yeah. another pie have a good weekend ray that's
2: all we got this week for eric the big german marvin the prince the the graphics guide thank you for ray the intern uh joining us this week yours truly my ariel we will catch you next week everyone have a good weekend